0: Welcome to Overflow, the podcast exploring what is and is not inherently visible about those who build with Webflow. I'm Matthew Munger from the Webflow community team, and in each episode, we highlight the unique perspectives, passions, and experiences that fuel the creative mind of our guest. From St. Louis in the United States, we're joined by web and brand designer, Riley Jones. Riley is a designer focused on crafting unique and fresh experiences that stand out. In this episode, we'll discuss drawing creativity from your environment, using freelance as an opportunity to deepen or challenge your skills by having a learning mindset. Featuring Riley Jones, this is Overflow. Hey, Riley, thank you for joining me today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Why
0: don't you quickly just give an introduction and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Riley Jones, brand and web designer. Although I feel like the titles are always changing, sometimes it's like designer that has led me through a lot of different kinds of team environments. Personal, just like education, leveling up skills, and always trying to learn has kind of led me to today where I'm currently full-time freelancing doing a lot of web and web flow design, as well as some more like marketing brand design too. It's been an even more exciting journey just ever since I got laid off. It really turned up the heat as far as like where I put my focuses, what I need to learn. Yeah, it's a little bit of kind of where I am today. Where are you located? Currently St. Louis, Missouri. We've lived here for the past eight or nine years I'm not originally from here. I'm re- originally from Tennessee in a small city named Chattanooga, which is about two hours south or an hour and a half south of Nashville. So that's where family is. That's where I grew up. And it's been a fun time in St. Louis.
0: What do you like about St. Louis?
1: St. Louis is interesting, especially when you just think of the makeup of city, suburbia, and all in between. And with St. Louis, there is a downtown. There's some like cool stuff there. But it gets really interesting with surrounding boroughs. So that's been fun because it definitely feels like you can travel to these pockets and get like a really fun, unique experience. And then our little area we've lived in for the past two or three years, we've really enjoyed, you know, sometimes I'll go out and not really like specifically observe and notice something. But I do feel something like subconsciously that's just like feeding into my spirit of like creativity and just really enjoying crafted things around me. When I do like dial in and observe its effect, there's definitely some impact there as far as just like a, I don't know, environment nourishment to self or something like that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Your environment or your environments that you place yourself in definitely can have an impact on your mental health, but also your inspiration and creativity. Off that note, what does your workspace look like?
1: Uh, You would see lots of coffee mugs.
0: (laughs) Empty Uh, or full.
1: A variety. (laughs) Nice. I'm on the whole 30, which I don't know if you're familiar with. It's like a cleanse is a safe way to put it. We basically spend 30 days not eating like processed sugar, Mm -hmm. not drinking dairy or alcohol, not eating any type of like grain or like legume. It's a lot of just like meats, veggies, fruits. And so sometimes to get by, I drink a lot of like bubble water. (laughs) So there's (laughs) a lot of bubble water cans Uh around here. But then I got like the monitor laptop behind it. And then I got like music stuff. They're these things called like pocket operators, which is by the teenage engineering company, which make a yeah. lot of like musical synthesizers. So these are fun little like beat makers and noise makers are cool. kind of just fun to like focus on. And then I have like this MIDI keyboard hmm. to further make music when I find time. I've learned that if there's things I enjoy doing, I'm more likely to like Engage in an activity if it's like an invisible and easy to access area. That's kind of why I put these things in front of me so I can mm. see it constant reminder that it's like, mm. okay, like this is a meaningful activity. How can I find some time to just focus mm. in on it? And yeah, I got a microphone, got a, my a custom keyboard, mechanical keyboard action. I got another one hanging <laughs> on the wall.
0: Do you listen to any music while you work?
1: I do. It's probably a constant something going on in the background. <laughs> Unless I'm like, just don't want to hear anything, there's usually something playing. So on Fridays, I always dive into the new release playlists and I'll just like stream those just to listen to new stuff. And it's a variety of things from like alt rock, hip hop, hardcore metal to like lo fi stuff.
0: Your music reflects the way you like to live. <laughs> Eclectic, right? As you put it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Definitely it's always something playing. Sometimes I get tired of Spotify and Mm -hmm. there's this YouTube channel called My Analog Journal. And it's just a bunch of vinyl DJs playing music. Mm -hmm. I really like it because the music genres are super unique. And so you'll have reggae, 80s European new wave, 2000s new jazz, or even like Afro-Cuban and Latin jazz. And so Mm -hmm. I really like that when I'm just like... Wanting something new and not too in my face, and I'll just play that in the background, and
0: it's great. So, what are your hobbies and interests? Definitely, you're into making music.
1: Yeah, music's a big one. Apart from that, I think, especially being in St. Louis, there's always a new restaurant or a new like cocktail bar hopping up, and so trying out new places to eat and drink, I really enjoy. Kind of on that note a more recent interest that has cultured in me is just like making cocktails and learning how to make them and really understanding the unique components of why you use certain kinds of spirits why you pair them with a juice or something else that's been fun i feel like that's been a new realm
0: so you're a mixologist now
1: yes i am you can nice. add that to my title <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe for the conference we can have you out and you can do some mixing that would be amazing What do you think is something that would surprise people to learn about you?
1: So there is this Easter candy. Are you familiar with yellow peeps? They're like the marshmallow
0: chicken Mm -hmm. looking
1: ones. Yeah. Commonly like people are disgusted by them. Riley so because marshmallows shouldn't look like that. (laughs) (laughs) But I have a great joy in them and will always buy a pack each time around. So that's kind of an odd thing. You got to have your peeps. Every yeah, Easter. I deeply appreciate a good pack of peeps. <laughs> I kind of mentioned this. I don't know if this is surprising, but before design, I was really narrowed in on this musical path. Mm-hmm. For a while, I was thinking, oh, I'm just going to be like the studio singer-songwriter. I was yeah. really into that, playing as many opportunities as I could play, especially like in college. I was writing a lot, singing a lot. I don't do much of that now. I still write some, but I haven't like performed in a while, actually. But yeah, I think those two things come to
0: mind. What is your role and how do you describe what you do?
1: This is interesting because for some reason, when I think of like role, I usually (laughs) attribute it to like being employed. That's the umbrella I'm under is like, this is my role at this company doing X, Y, and Z. But I think with the, the projects I'm doing today and with the skills I'm interested in continually to develop would be on like just the web designer, brand designer, Realm, web design really focusing on more like the web flow no code tool. Everyone mentions this when it comes to the power of just like a no code tool, but providing that bridge of just initial concept to final build mm-hmm. and have it be as like straight of a bridge as possible without it winding yeah. and someone else guides you along the way. So I think that's fun and really being able to craft something special and unique. That can stand against similar other companies that are trying to do the same thing, but offer something that people can remember and notice is something really fun. And so just try to do the best I can with the opportunities that come across me and try and like do better than the last time.
0: So really what excites you and keeps you motivated to keep doing what you're doing?
1: I think that the biggest thing that excites me is one, like the constant opportunity to connect with new people. Whether that's a new client or whether that's a new designer who's also a freelancer. And so I think that's what like at a core gets me excited because there's always a new problem to figure out. There's always a new idea someone needs clarified. But yeah, it's something always new. It's been cool to just kind of know I'm surrounded in the web space by more freelancers doing the kind of work I'm doing with the same kind of like needs and stresses I'm experiencing that's been exciting to just be more aware of as I'm on this journey, trying to be more open about this journey and connect with others along the way. And on top of that, too, I think it's just always another opportunity to like go deeper in my skill, go deeper in a new area of knowledge related to design. So I don't think that's unique to like freelancing, but I do think you have a bit more freedom to push it to the next level without a lot of constraints from just like order of the company or however better way to put it. I think that's been cool.
0: What is a resource that you think more people need to know about?
1: I feel like this resource isn't new, but there's the future YouTube channel, Christo, educator educator design space. Been in like the education space for a long time. I've been recently revisiting their content and as always, it's just like a feast of nourishing meals Mm. when it comes to being like an effective designer within like a business space. There is like a scaffolding you can do to make more of an impact when you can understand like how you can merge design and and business structures, (laughs) especially when you're talking to like a bit more significant companies and there's a bit more like structures and knowing how to just talk within those spaces, whether it's just like knowing about how much I should price my work mm-hmm. or gauging how much of an impact my services are going to be to this company. I found a lot of just new knowledge and also just things I've saved to return to from the future YouTube channel and podcast mm-hmm. too. Another piece I've been enjoying is there's this design education online video type company called super high and i really like their stuff in that they provide a lot of like courses for designers it could be like javascript and react for designers or advanced <laughs> javascript animations for designers or visual and branding design course but i really enjoy the courses it's low-key and casual in terms of the video format but really helpful in terms of just like needing to strengthen a skill or learn a new skill they kind of give you opportunity to do something not guided. Like they give you the materials, but they kind of take what you've learned and they're like, okay, now create this that we haven't like shown you how to create, but it's using the same concepts.
0: Yeah. So you have to apply what they've taught on your own.
1: Yeah. I really appreciate their stuff and it's fun. And they have a great Slack community. They're probably one of my favorite Slack communities that I've like consistently kept in my library of Slack mm-hmm. channels. There's a lot of activity going in there and the community they've crafted there is definitely one of... People just wanting to get better at what they're doing. So there's a lot of people following those courses, posting their progress work, and getting feedback pretty consistently, which is amazing. So I don't see that being talked about a lot, maybe just because like people know about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, those are the two ones that come to mind. Who in the Webflow community inspires you?
1: Any designer on the Webflow team. I'm just going to put up there. Even though they might not be directly involved, I think what they produce out there affects the community. I have to put Nelson on there because I think he was such a gravitational force in the early days. I mean, he still is, but even in those early days of whatever the Webflow community looked like, he really shaped that. I got caught into that force and then kept up just through him. I remember when I kind of saw people talking about Flow Party and them really crafting like a consistent communal experience and kind of seeing that continue to go with like their momentum has been awesome to see. Melissa Mendez, but everyone like behind that, I really appreciate following on my Twitter feed and keeping up with what they're doing in the space. I'm sure there's others, but I feel like they're creating the energy that people are captured by when it comes yeah. to like doing things in Webflow, highlighting how others are like using Webflow specifically. It was really refreshing. Devin Fountain, he's one of them mm-hmm. behind that. Eric Odom, Joseph Barry, <laughs> and Timothy Ricks. I think they're always capturing my imagination. And just how far you can take a well crafted, just like Webflow experience, not only from just the site visitation experience, but also behind the scenes and just technically yeah. the things they put together. Like it's really impressive each time. And recently, too, I've been really enjoying Tambient. They've been newer on my list. I mean, they've been around for a while, but yeah. they've just been posting more like content stuff. And I've been diving through their videos and really enjoy how they're implementing Webflow into their studio. And they would be more like the top heavy, like award-winning site type of groups. I'm always inspired by what they're putting out.
0: Do you have any advice that you would like to share with others? Something you've learned or some ethos that you carry?
1: Yeah. So recently, the kinds of people on my mind in the community are those new to Webflow. It can become discouraging when you've heard how great this tool is. You've heard how much you can do with it. And then you get in and you feel like you're just fighting against it just to do simple things. Like right now, there's a lot of fancy stuff you might see more of about Webflow in terms of this huge design system library or this huge framework or how to do these crazy animations or here's a philosophy of how you should structure your Webflow site. While other things are great, I think learning at the very start shouldn't be on the radar just because it distracts from the core of what Webflow offers. They're definitely helpful. But when it just comes to being comfortable with Webflow, I think just focusing on the primitive features it offers. And you know when you add a heading to a page, like what that does, what are the settings involved, why does it react certain ways? I think just really focusing on those fundamental things can eventually make the more advanced stuff less overwhelming because it's just remixing all the fundamentals into more like certain right. kinds of outcomes. I think yeah, just living in the tool not being afraid to make mistakes, but for the sake of just adding things to a page, styling them, and sometimes it's just that for a week. Just to get comfortable doing that, a lot mm-hmm. of progress can be made and confidence can be made to where eventually you're like, okay, like I know how to put elements to a page. How do I organize them into a section? <laughs> and then from there, kind of get a grasp of like just making one section of grouped elements. How do I add multiple sections with different elements and then keep the steps up to where eventually like like creating a three-page site? That sounds pretty easy. I know what can go into that. And you don't have to know this advanced knowledge of creating a really engaging site, but you can make one good enough for a client who needs a really good site. That's always possible. And I think, too, some other advice that comes to mind would be always be learning. And even within that, always remember what it was like to learn something new, especially in Webflow. I think sometimes there can be a lot of opinions of how you should do this that are coming from experts mm. that are sometimes just not helpful for the beginner. Sometimes I feel like we forget about that part of our lives where we were learning something new. The encouragement we needed was not like, oh, you should be like naming your divs like this. This project's terrible because you've organized it all wrong. That's not the best support a beginner can have. Maybe when they're more confident and they're aware of like structure and organization, And so I think always being reminded of like how important that learner mindset is, especially as our skills grow, can not only help experts give insight to beginners, but also like just lead a positive community in Mm -hmm. it all.
0: Yeah, have a learning mindset, whether you are the one actually getting started or you're just reflecting back and remember that we all started there. Have some empathy for those folks, but also having that memory being in that place. Give them what they need and not try to push them too hard, too fast to places where you are. Help guide yeah. them to yeah. the steps along the way. Yeah. Alright, Riley. How can others in the community reach out and connect with you?
1: The easiest way is just Twitter. So my Twitter handle is Riley J underscore S. That's where I'm most active. There's this blog I have started called The Gig. Just me talking about like freelance stuff. The last time I wrote in it was me about a month ago it's not as consistent but Twitter's probably the best I have Instagram and stuff under the same handle I have Wink but the most active is Twitter is where I'm pinging out a lot
0: This was an Overflow episode with Riley Jones produced by the Webflow Community team with music by Joseph McDade To learn more about the Webflow community please visit webflow.com community I've been your host Matthew Munger